0: Hey there, true listeners, this is Kyle from the Cast, and you're listening to another great 4Ride Radio podcast. For more great shows, check out 4RideRadio.com. And while you're at it, check out our Facebook page at facebook.com slash longboxcast.
1: A swing and a belt, left feel way back, Blue Jays win it! The Blue Jays are World Series champions! Celebration starts, the New Jersey Devils for the hi welcome to ballpark bros it's that show about sports that's tom i'm mike and with us as always is friend of the show david Dogarts. oh god i think i'm gonna die uh yeah david is under the weather i'm not feeling my greatest so so it's the tom bros ballpark tom show yeah that was that was eloquent that went exactly like a show run by tom would go (laughs) yes yeah, I'm doing my best here. I got a, I posted this to the to our Facebook just now, a picture of my bottle of Werner's next to my bag of holes. Breakfast of champions. Yeah. Those champions are terribly, terribly yeah. ill. Yeah. I'm that's sure the that's, breakfast.
0: that's the breakfast Michael Jordan yeah, had right. in the flu game. Right, Exactly, yeah.
1: that's Michael Jordan with the flu. Uh, well, we're expecting the same performance out of you. <laughs> well, <laughs> this has to be your best show ever. I need a running start. Oh, all right, David, take it away. <laughs> and that's our show. <laughs> he gave it all he could. Uh, we had uh, six championship games on Saturday. I lost track. Yeah. Two more on uh, Friday night. We had the Western Michigan Broncos mm-hmm. beating the Ohio Bobcats 29 to 23. You know, Ohio hung in that game a lot better than I thought they would. Yes, I ex- yeah. I expected a much bigger <clears throat> score. Out of Western Michigan. Yeah, that um, it well, it did look like they were going to run away with it for a little while. Yeah. Um, uh, they had gotten up by a couple of touchdowns, and uh, things were looking pretty good for them. But Ohio hung with them, came roaring back, and was able to make it a pretty, uh, pretty tight game. It still blows my mind that Ohio's good.
0: Yeah, they're they're <laughs> they're up and down year to year.
1: Yeah, I'm not used to seeing that. I mean, yeah. we're all used to seeing the same teams. So, I had know, a, BG Northern Illinois. Yeah, exactly.
0: Yep. Yeah. Well, I had a, a couple of friends who went to Ohio, and a couple of years that they were there, the the team was really good, and they made bowl games. But since then, they've kind of been on a downswing, and yeah. now now they're back, I guess. Um,
1: so despite being undefeated, Western Michigan Michigan was not able to make it in the college football playoff <clears throat> because the um the system is broken. Yeah, the win did get them. Uh, did get them an invite to the Cotton Bowl, and we'll tell you who they're taking on a little bit later. So they will be playing on January 2nd. Um, bowl games aren't going to be able to do their normal uh, New Year's Day because that will interfere with NFL football, and there is an agreement. Oh, no. They're, well, of no, it, it's plenty fair because the NFL is not allowed to play on uh, Fridays or Saturdays. Except that they do the play college on, football on, on Saturdays once college football is over. They're like, you know yeah. what? Well, yeah. We're going to do all the days. They'll well, play on Fridays and Saturdays the second that they want to. Yeah. <laughs> no, they've... <laughs> when they started doing the Saturday games, they wanted to do a Saturday yeah. game for like the last five weeks of the year. And right. the, the law, the way it's written... The agreement between them, they're not allowed to do it. I just know that if the yeah. NFL decides to do, to change up their scheduling, it's probably going to go their way. No, college football is a lot more powerful than the NFL is. Is it? Isn't? Oh yeah. Oh, that's right. Because the players don't even get paid. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. College football is way more powerful. Yeah, so. that makes sense. At least the NFL players get paid. Yeah. Um. So uh, the other Friday night game, Washington destroyed Colorado forty-one to ten. Yeah. they like- crushed them um, yeah i toyed with picking
0: colorado for this one but
1: i didn't even think about I, picking colorado
0: i i, I looked at it and i said washington's been killing people all year yeah I, I gotta pick
1: them yeah yeah there's no way they're gonna slow down oh i got off of work and i stopped by a bar to check it out um and uh but between work and getting to the bar which is not that far actually i stopped in the sean's i can say the name of the bar on air because we have a deal <laughs> with them i stopped in the sean's. And by the time I got there, Washington had already scored two more times. And it's seriously like a six, seven minute drive from where we work. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, they're like super close. Yeah. Um, Yeah, they just, yeah. After uh, after the loss, Colorado got invited to the Alamo Bowl. And Washington made it into the playoff. They will be taking on number one Alabama in the Chick fil A Peach Bowl. Well, that sucks for them. Yeah, good luck to you. Yeah, right. Um, Navy beat. Or, no, sorry, Navy lost to Temple, 34-10. Uh, to 10. I'm the only one that got that one David's right. is the only one that got that one right. I literally flipped a coin on this matchup. I felt pretty good about my pick, though. I mean, I looked at it. and I, I figured Navy is ranked. Yeah. Temple is not ranked. Temple has not been ranked all year. It was also right. at Navy because they don't, have an, they don't have a neutral site. Right. So how are you going to go out and lose to Temple? Yeah. When you're ranked. Yep. Well they did thirty four yeah. to ten, so yeah, they got, they lost big. Uh, and uh in the conference USA uh matchup, Western Kentucky beat Louisiana Tech fifty eight to forty-four. Jeez. And that's about all we have to say about that. That's like a yeah. hundred and fifty points. Uh. Uh, <laughs> close. <laughs> Just smiling on that's how we deal with David's estimations. Yes. Oh, and the s e c title game Alabama destroyed florida fifty four to sixteen and I put what? this I put this stat up on the Facebook site. Florida had thirty rushing attempts and zero yards what what they were bad at at running oh my God, thirty rushing attempts, <clears throat> zero yards so they they at least got to the line on a few and yeah. well past the line i would I would imagine on a few. well, the... there has to be some positive runs in there well here's the thing she has uh, 10 offset. Electronic god's sake eric get it together man you'd think this is your first day or something autoplay um i hate autoplay too yeah i do yeah if you run a website please take away autoplay or i'm not going to your website um the big issue for florida um so in college football sacks are counted as negative rushing yards yeah um and they had a that a huge negative run by johnny townsend uh one rush, negative 11 yards, and their quarterback, Austin Appleby, wound up with five rushes for negative 32 yards. Oh, my gosh. So, so yeah. So okay. they never stood a chance. Right. Um, I mean, they did jump out
0: to an early lead. Because they got they, the
1: ball first.
0: I know. But <laughs> they scored first. They scored on, on an Alabama team that hadn't allowed an offensive touchdown mm-hmm. in 15
1: quarters. An Alabama since, team that hasn't played anybody yeah, in since, 15 quarters. since Still. like a, It was like a week before uh, Halloween. Was like the last time Alabama gave up a touchdown. Yeah,
0: yeah, they came out and they they did that, and then they they forced Alabama to punt on the on the next on their on their first yeah. possession. And I'm like, this could be a game. They're gonna run away with well, it. Well,
1: the sc- the scoring to open this thing, it was just it was really weird. I um I dozed off watching the um watching part of the Navy game, and then I woke up just in time for this game. And so they they had the early touchdown. Bama got a field goal. And then Austin Appleby was intercepted by uh, Minka Fitzpatrick, who returned it 44 yards for a touchdown. Then there was a blocked punt that was returned by Joshua Jacobs for a touchdown. And then on the PAT, Alabama's kick was blocked, and that was returned for two points by Florida. They're calling that a uh, pick two now. (laughs) Yeah, that'll come up later in the show. Yeah, Uh, Something happened in the NFL that was pretty amazing. It happens every week, I guess. (laughs) Yeah. out in the mountain west, San Diego State beat Wyoming twenty seven to twenty four. Uh, okay. The uh Noted. <laughs> I actually watched part of this game uh before the later more important ones started. It was it's good football. Yeah, yeah. Um and it's just it's it's you know, you got you always got the big names and yeah, you gotta watch those ones first. Yeah. Um but in in the ones that really mattered, the ones that people were really wanting to tune into uh clemson beat virginia tech 42 to 35 that game was way closer than a lot of people thought it was going to be yeah yeah that's a lot of point well clemson
0: got up big and then virginia tech clawed their way back
1: yeah yeah this yeah this game was 21 to 7 uh, with about 11 left in, well about about five left in the second and then virginia tech scored and then clemson got up 35 to 14 towards the end of the third and Virginia Tech scored two more times to bring it back to 35-28, and then they traded, uh, traded touchdowns at the end. Um, but yeah, Virginia Tech just could not could not make the make the final comeback at the end of the game. Picked off there towards the end.
0: Yep, yeah, and you know I I don't know who I was going for in this game. I, I kind of wanted Virginia Tech to win just because you know they're the big underdog. Right. Yeah,
1: upsets are fun.
0: And and that would have caused even more chaos for the playoff. Yeah. And.
1: You know, we do like chaos. Chaos is fun. We love we love chaos and upsets and controversy. Um, The uh, gives us more to talk about. So the win clinched a a spot in the college football playoff for Clemson. They will take on number three Ohio State, who was idle this week as they did not play in their conference's championship game. Yeah,
0: did you know that those uh,
1: teams were Wisconsin and Penn State? Did you know that uh,
0: back in two thousand and six? Uh, Coach Urban Meyer said, if you don't win your conference's championship, you shouldn't be playing for a national title.
1: I do know that. And here's my thing. Who's Urban Meyer? Oh, right. Oh, yeah. No, here's the thing. Okay, you can't really hold that quote against him. He could still very well believe it. But number one... No one's going to pull their team out of the college football playoff no matter the circumstances and no matter what they said even if it makes him a hypocrite. And number 2, it wouldn't even be his decision, it would be the AD or the school president. So, you My, can't really hold that quote against him. He I'm, could still believe no, I, it. No,
0: I'm not holding the quote against him. I'm I'm holding the quote against people who are saying, "Well, uh, Penn State had two losses. They didn't deserve to make it in anyway." Yeah.
1: Yeah. Right. But yeah, Ohio was Ohio State was held out, so what are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, you know, what, whatever, it's it's done, it's over with. Um, I do believe that Ohio State and Michigan were both better than Penn State this year. Yeah. Despite the fact that Penn State beat Ohio State. Um however, for the Big Ten title, Penn State was able to come back against Wisconsin and pull out the thirty eight to thirty one win. Um Well, I just picked every one of these wrong, didn't I? This game, yeah. I picked every one of them right. Yeah, David got every one right. I missed one. Yeah. Um so Wisconsin was up twenty eight to seven. With about a minute left in the first half. They should have tried harder. And then Penn State quarterback Trace Trace McSorley had a 40 yard touchdown to Saeed Blacknell, pulled him into 28 14. They opened the third with another touchdown. Trace McSorley to Saeed Blacknell, Blacknall, sorry, Blacknall, for 70 yards and a touchdown. And then Saquon Barkley rushed rushed it in for a touchdown from about a yard out to tie the game. Wisconsin went up on a field goal, and then Penn State scored a touchdown to take the lead and a field goal to pad the lead. Before but, Wisconsin's uh, comeback attempt failed
0: on a fourth and short, Wisconsin only scored those three points in the second half.
1: And you know, it's yeah. something we've preached on this show: you have
0: to play a full game, folks.
1: Yeah, I watched. I watched this uh, game. It was fun to watch. Yeah, but yeah, man, three points. My, uh... you can't win doing that. My oldest son, he unless he's got a rooting interest in the game, he's not really one to sit down and watch a game with me. Mm. Uh, However, uh, this particular game, when it got when it got to be twenty eight to twenty one, he sat down because he he knew just from like walking through the living room and whatever and doing whatever, hearing me yell at the TV as I do, um, he knew that Wisconsin had been up pretty big. So when he saw that it was getting close, he came and he actually sat down next to me and watched the rest of the game. And towards the end, when Wisconsin was driving, he was actually like openly rooting for Penn State to stop them. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of cool to see uh, him get into it like that. But yeah. um, Maybe he's turned a corner. Yeah, He's going to be a full-on sports fan. Yeah, my kids can do what they want as far as that stuff goes, but uh, it was nice to have that little bonding experience. Um, so after the loss, uh, Wisconsin goes on to play Western Michigan. So that should be, Oh
0: yeah, that's, uh, that's for the, the cotton bowl is that's for the Mac winner and the, and some big 10 team.
1: Oh, uh, I don't know. The cotton bowl has a deal with the Mac. I think they got, they got picked because, because of their ranking. Yeah. So no, the, I think the max, I think the MAC's best bowl that they have a, a deal with is the quick and lane bowl
0: formerly the little caesar's pizza bowl or
1: formerly the marco's bowl something or
0: other bowl who knows um pizza bowl that sounds like a you know what let's open a, a restaurant that serves pizza bowls oh yeah that would be
1: great just the crust is the bowl yeah and, need, uh, and then i ate the bowl yeah let's go right now um, that's it and that's our show <laughs> we have a business to start <laughs> um the win put Penn State into the Rose Bowl, the granddaddy of them all, against USC.
0: Yeah, people are are going to pay more attention to the Rose Bowl than they will some of these other ones that have the playoff implications. Yeah. Um because they have a parade and they have it's a whole thing with the Rose Bowl.
1: I want to go to the Rose Bowl one of these days. We have, uh our cousin Matt um uh, pretty sure marched in the Rose Bowl parade when he was at Michigan. I believe he did. Yes. Uh Eric's showing us uh, something that kind of looks like a pizza bowl. Uh, I saw that video on Facebook but 800 times. I'm like, how did not- Ours will be better. Yes, ours will yeah. be better. And it will be called a pizza bowl, not whatever crap a that pizza was Pizza pot called. pie, that's stupid. Yeah, lame. Yeah, you're already turning people off because it's a pot pie. Yeah. Most people hate, I like pot pies, but most people hate them. Yeah. You and like grandmas and grandpas everywhere. <laughs> You and Michael Scott like pot pies. <laughs> pot pies are amazing. <laughs> they are amazing. No, I actually, it, well, no. Here's the thing. It depends. It depends on what's in the pot pie. Yeah. Well, yeah. If it has peas in it, I will not eat it. How about a Philly cheesesteak pot pie? Oh yes, sold. I would eat so many of those. So, um, so a quick run through on some of the. Uh, more important bowl games that we might have or bowl games featuring the, uh, you know, the playoff and then the New Year's six. and Well, uh, just some, some that grab my eye as I'm scrolling, scrolling through. Uh, the Bulls do start Saturday, December 17th. Uh, there'll be a handful of uh, games that day. The Raycom Media Camelli- Camellia Bowl. Uh, okay. I'm not going to ask you to redo that one. Just... Thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Something about a laser uh, gun. Yeah, you're right. Um, we'll feature the Toledo Rockets taking on Appalachian State. Um, Appalachian State remind me, what are they? For they're that done? one
0: team that did the one thing once,
1: they beat Michigan. Yeah, they beat Michigan when they were not a uh, Division One team. And then they came to Division One and are not as good. Well, no, no team ever makes the jump like that and continues to be that good. Um, other, other teams who participated in MACTION this year, Central Michigan. We'll be playing in the Miami Beach Bowl against Tulsa. That'll be a nice vacation for them. Love them action. Oh, yeah. Uh, Wyoming, who we mentioned before, playing for the Mountain West title and losing to San Diego State, will be playing in the Poinsettia Bowl against BYU. Eastern, a, Hold on. It's named after Poinsettia? Yeah. Yeah. huh Oh, my God. It used to be a bigger deal than it is now. Oh, my God. Um. All that'll, right. that'll be on December 21st. Continue. Just stop uh, saying the names of these bulls because right. I'm gonna have a problem with every single one. No, of say
0: them. them louder. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, Friday, December twenty third, the Eastern Michigan Eagles take on Old Dominion in the Popeyes Bahamas Bowl. Oh my God. That's uh, Popeyes uh, Louisiana Kitchen. Navy will take part in the Lockheed Martin Armed Forces Bowl. That one actually. That is, is kinda, radical. That one yeah. makes sense. That one's kind of cool. Oh. Uh, against Louisiana Tech. Because they make sweet planes. Uh, the, the Ohio Bobcats will take on Troy in the Dollar General Bowl. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: take, just sounds so insulting. I know,
1: right? The Dollar General Bowl. Oh my all God. All right,
0: guys, we made a
1: bowl this year.
0: We're going to the
1: Dollar General Bowl. <laughs> Oh man! Oh God, um, there needs to be a higher standard for bowl names. There does. Well, there need to be fewer bowls too, but we'll get yeah. into that some other time. Uh, hey guys, guess who's going to the Hawaii Bowl? Hawaii? Hawaii? They want enough games to go to the Hawaii. Taking bowl? On, taking on Middle Tennessee. Um, then on uh, that's on, that's on Christmas Eve. Uh, that is the only game on Christmas Eve. That kind of sucks. Well, Wasn't there a football game? Uh, the NFL is yeah. playing on Christmas Eve this year, so that's part of it. Um, because no, because another part of the agreement is, uh, the, they don't like to play on Christmas, like neither NCAA or NFL like to play on Christmas. So, so they both have to, yeah, Uh, no, actually NCAA will not have a bowl game on Christmas this year. Oh, Christmas day. Um, the day after Christmas. Oh yeah. We get the Quick Lane Bowl, which is up in Detroit at Ford Field, featuring Maryland and Boston College. I forgot that Christmas is like 55 days long.
0: Yeah, it started weeks ago, man. I
1: actually have that day off. Sorry. Yeah? I may consider going up for that game. Where's that one? Have a good time. Ford Field. Oh. Um... Yeah, but then you'll just be seeing another game at Ford Field. Yeah, well, I'll be seeing two teams I've never seen before. Yeah. Uh, You've never seen? Only 100. Only one uh, I've already
0: forgotten what teams it
1: was. Only 117 more college teams to see, oh, Michael. Right? Actually, no, uh, by being in the marching band at EMU, I got to see a pretty good chunk. Yeah. So, um, Temple and Wake Forest, you know, those storied military schools will face off in the military bowl.
0: Um... Uh, The Battle of Wake Forest was very important in the Revolution. No, eh. I tried. I couldn't come up with it. I
1: don't even care about these two teams, but I want to say the name of this. Soldiers all took up defensive positions in a temple. Yes. I I don't even care about these teams, but I want to say the name of this bowl so David's head explodes. The National Funding Holiday Bowl. What the (laughs) hell is that? That'll be Minnesota against (laughs) Washington. And the White Sox thought they had a crappy stadium name. (laughs) Right. Listen uh, to these bowls. The Russell Athletic Bowl will feature West Virginia and Miami on December twenty eighth. Uh, that one makes sense because it's at least a sports equipment supplier, right? Uh, the Belk Bowl will feature Ar- <laughs> Arkansas against Virginia Tech. Remind yeah. me again, what the hell is Belk? I don't care what that is. Are they a tire? Is that thing? Like a belt? That's like it's um, some uh, sort of high tech belt. It's a belt made of milk. <laughs> How does that? Okay.
0: Moving on. The yes. Alamo
1: Bowl, as we mentioned earlier, will be Oklahoma State and Colorado. Mm. Uh, Liberty Bowl, Georgia versus TCU. It actually seems like it would be a fun matchup. Yeah. Uh, the Sun Bowl, Stanford against North Carolina. The Music City Bowl, Nebraska against Tennessee. would be a pretty nice, uh, nice matchup. Um, here, so, obviously, these teams didn't make the, the New Year's Six Bowls, but this is going to be a pretty good matchup, too. Michigan, Florida State in the Orange Bowl. Ooh. So...
0: Again, that's that's another bowl that people might pay attention to more. Yeah, uh, yeah, that'll be especially
1: with two big, high-profile teams. Right. Those are big names. That'll be Friday the thirtieth. Uh, on the thirty-first, we have the Buffalo Wild Wings Citrus Bowl, LSU against Louisville. I feel like that again. That's something on their menu, right? And then on uh on the thirty-first, we have we have the uh, first round of the playoff, the Chick fil A Peach Bowl, number four Washington against number one Alabama, and the PlayStation Fiesta Bowl. Number three, Ohio State, versus number two, Clemson. The uh, Peach Bowl is down in Georgia. Really? Naturally. And the Fiesta Bowl is out in Arizona. So if you're in the area. Where they are known for having Check out Fiestas. those tickets. Um, the yeah, Outback, it's PlayStation now, Eric. I got a little yeah, bit PlayStation of uh, now. the breaking yeah. news type stuff. What?
0: Purdue hires Western Kentucky's oh. Jeff Brom as their new head coach. Ooh. So they go and they they win their their conference, and then their coach
1: up and leaves. Well, well, that's what happens in college football. Uh, In the Outback Bowl, we've got Florida versus Iowa. We mentioned the Cotton Bowl, WMU against Wisconsin, the Rose Bowl, USC versus Penn State. The All-State Sugar Bowl, Auburn against Oklahoma, should be a pretty compelling matchup. What does All-State have to do with Sugar? And then on Monday, January 9th, we have we will have the National Championship game down in Tampa, Florida, where TBD is playing TBD. I love those teams. So, there there are a lot of good bowl matchups this year. Like it's, a lot of times you'll look at it and it'll be like Michigan against, like, Eastern Carolina, and you're like, well, that's not even worth playing. Well, I, I was
0: looking through the, the list of teams, and I saw that only two of them didn't have enough wins to be bowl eligible. Again. So we almost filled out the entire
1: 80-some teams with with teams that won six games. Yeah. Again, the standard needs to be higher, and there need to be fewer bowl games, but that's a discussion I, for a different time.
0: Well, I feel like maybe there don't need to be fewer bowl games, because a lot of these kids deserve a little vacation and some of them wind up in detroit i know but what a
1: kick in the (laughs) teeth they come down here
0: they still get a whole lot of swag at those balls
1: boston college and maryland colleges that are in cold weather places get a break from the cold by going to the cold of detroit
0: it's not so much a break from the cold as it is a break from the routine right but still and they get these these you know, packages full of, of swag and they're getting what, what bowl are they in quick lane? They're going to get some motor oil and some, a scarf with a quick lane logo on it. Um, I
1: don't think we're going to pick all of the games for the show. Uh, that would be, we don't have enough
0: time for that. That would be
1: ridiculous. No, I'm not gonna. Um, however, I know somebody at our work runs a, uh, bull pick'em each year. So maybe we'll just participate in that, snap photos of our sheets, and put them up. Yeah. on On the Facebook. How do we have to? Um, <laughs> just saying we can. Maybe we will. I don't know. Um, uh, but we'll we'll pick some of the bigger ones: Cotton Bowl, Orange Bowl, Rose Bowl, those sorts of things. Or if there's a compelling matchup in one of the lesser bowls, maybe we'll pick those 2 So we'll take a look at it. Yeah, we'll see. And we're always looking for input from you guys. When we, post, when we post our predictions, we're always looking for input. If you guys agree with us, disagree with us, if you think that we're absolute morons for picking Iowa, let us know. We need to be uh, told that we're morons every once in a while. I am not a moron. See? Tom's for picking, getting,
0: for picking Iowa.
1: See? Tom's getting lippy. Because I didn't pick Iowa. Oh. So, you know, get on there. Engage with us. Engage. We need, that, so we need that sound bite ready to go from now on.
0: Here, I'll um, do like the, uh, the Vegas, the MC at the Vegas name ceremony. I'll play it on my play it phone. On your phone all
1: the time. Oh yeah. Just, we'll play everything off our phone. It'll be a really bad recording. Yeah. Uh, I thought we were done talking about that. Nope. No, Um, we do. We do have a note on that later in our uh, very short. We're going to do a short NHL NBA mashup segment um, because we have a new feature on the show today that we want to highlight. So we will not be able to spend as much time on a lot of this stuff. Uh, Obviously, the college football stuff ran long because we got bowl games to talk about and all that jazz. But so we're going to head right into the NFL. So we have time for everything else. The Dallas Cowboys continued their amazing run uh, with a 17-15 win over Minnesota on Thursday night. Uh, The refs really blew it on the last play. Yes, they did. They sure did. Um, Sam Bradford, on a two-point conversion, took a shot to the head, which is roughing the passer in today's NFL, and it went uncalled, despite the fact that a ref was standing right there. Uh, Staring at him. And you could see the ref kept hitting his shoulder, saying, he got you on the shoulder, and Bradford was just livid which
0: after all the hits that he took in that game i'd be a little pissed off too
1: although it's funny because like because of the way that sam bradford looks you know like a little kid it just looks like he's throwing a tantrum because he just has that face oh yeah they really they really screwed that one up but yeah they uh they blew that That tied the game that would have been interesting yeah minnesota couldn't get the onside kick uh after that but (laughs) Yeah, it's, uh, Could have had the intrigue, but no, the refs are dummies. Oh, no, they, they, we, we, now we have the intrigue of will they get full-time refs, won't they get full-time refs? Well, uh, probably not. Yeah, I'm thinking not, but we'll see. Uh, so the uh, Packers beat the Texans 21-13 to in a ridiculously cold and snowy game up in Lambeau Field. Well, if it's in Lambo,
0: is it ridiculously cold and snowy, or is that just a normal day for them?
1: Yeah, I expected more snow. This early in the year, it's kind of ridiculous. Well,
0: there's, uh, a lot of places, that Michigan's had some snow already, yeah. and <clears throat> looks like we're in for a
1: long one. Yeah, well, that just means more snowmen to build, right? No, I've never built a snowman. That's a damnable lie. I
0: cannot ever recall having built an actual full-size snowman.
1: What's full-size to you? Like human-sized. Like six feet tall. It was human-sized when we were tiny, and it was our size. Yeah, that's true. Children are not humans. (laughs) Anyway, Aaron Rodgers threw a pair of touchdown passes, including a 32-yarder to Jordy Nelson. Um, Houston Houston tried to make this interesting at the end. They scored just under two minutes left on a 44-yard touchdown to DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, but then they missed the extra point and failed to get the onside kick. Green Bay was able to just run it out. In true AFC South fashion, <laughs> they blew it. Yes. They didn't really, I mean, I wouldn't say that they blew it. Like Green Bay Green Bay was up early and then took a 21 to 7 lead. I mean, they didn't they weren't ever in command of the game to blow it, so. Right. Uh but they blew their chance. Yeah. <clears throat> I feel uh, like just just like the same thing with Andre Johnson. I feel like hopkins is wasted talent
0: yeah. yeah until they get an actual for real quarterback that they didn't pay 38 million thousand hundred billion dollars
1: to yeah it sucks you got osweiler you're stuck with osweiler throwing balls to hopkins and, and you can that sucks for hopkins
0: you can't drop him because he's that's a massive weight on your on your salary cap
1: yep they done goofed yeah uh Rodgers Rodgers was not the leading rusher for green bay Ooh. <laughs> good news um uh, not even yeah, close. That, that's huge. Montgomery. Yeah. 40 yards. Yep. Wow. Rodgers only had 16 on three carries. Um, Green Bay got their third rushing touchdown. Or no, sorry, second rushing touchdown from a player not named Aaron Rodgers. Lions broke a trend, too, that we'll talk about when yeah. we get to that game. Um, oh, we got a while till we get to that. Oh, God. Um, well, I'm going to skip a lot of these games by just giving scores. Um, so the two-point conversion thing we were talking about earlier, uh, you got uh, – Atlanta taking a 28-27 to 27 lead and going for two to expand the lead to three. Matt Ryan throws an interception, and it gets returned 99 yards. Goodness. For two points and the lead for Kansas City. Yeah.
0: Eric Berry jumped right on that, and just nobody ever came anywhere
1: near touching him. Yeah. Um, it didn't make me feel bad to watch that unfold. <laughs> it was... It was crazy. Um, At home in the did, Georgia, in the Georgia dome.
0: It did make me feel bad because I picked the Falcons.
1: I picked well. Yeah. I picked them too, but yeah, you both did suckers. Uh, my picks were terrible this week. I have no room to talk. My NFL picks were bad. Yeah, you know, I didn't that.
0: even I didn't even count them up yet this week. I believe
1: David had seven. You and I each had six. My, okay, my yeah. college picks were perfect, and then NFL just I screwed it up. Yeah, again. you know,
0: uh, David, you're really starting to catch up on the college picks. Yeah, like your NFL picks aren't the best, but no. You've made up ground in the college picks. Yeah, I think. So. Yeah. When I get my computer running again, I, I've got a spreadsheet with all the picks that yeah. we've done. Yeah.
1: Um. So after the after the failed two point conversion, uh, Kansas City got the ball back, and that was it. That was all she wrote. Um. Uh, so the uh, the win uh, brings Kansas City to nine and three. Still a game back of Oakland, and a game up on Denver. <laughs> And the loss drops Atlanta to 7-5 and, and puts them in a tie with Tampa Bay atop the division. Uh, t- uh, Atlanta holds the tiebreaker right now. And that's just weird. Um, yeah. Tampa came all the way back. Yeah. From, we'll, man. Yeah, we'll get, we'll get to them in a little bit. Um, they had a pretty good game uh, yesterday. Um, Chicago beat San Francisco 26-6. to I'm just going to say one thing about this. Colin Kaepernick became the first player in NFL history uh, to th- be sacked five times and throw for fewer than 5 yards. Ouch. He was benched after going 1 for 5 for 4 yards. Blaine Gabbert didn't do any better, 4 for 10 for 35.
0: So where has this Bears defense been playing the, the entire teams? season playing
1: good teams? Playing
0: teams with weapons outside of just the one guy?
1: Yes. Um, uh one other quick note. Jordan Howard had 32 carries for 117 yards and 3 touchdowns.
0: He is um, a
1: beast. Yeah. Again, like I said, I don't want to spend a lot of time on that game. Uh, Cincinnati beat Philadelphia at thirty-two to fourteen. Um, uh, this is kind of a shocker for me. Yeah, I wasn't too surprised, honestly. Um, Philly just hasn't been impressive.
0: Yeah, no, I they me, had that uh, great
1: start past couple of weeks, but
0: they had the great start, and you know, just like uh Minnesota, you know, they had a a huge great start, and everybody was wondering if it could uh, continue throughout the season and. Yeah. Lo and behold, they're regressing to the mean.
1: I uh I got up to Sean's to watch the games yesterday, and this was on the TV to my left. There was a Bengals fan sitting right in front of me. He and I got to talking for a little bit, and had a pretty good time. But uh, so I was I was a little more aware of that game than I would have been otherwise by having the Bengals fans sitting sitting there. So I kept looking over and checking things out. Um, and it seemed literally every time I looked over, Carson Wentz was throwing a pass, and that's because he was sixty. Passing attempts for Carson Wentz yesterday. Yeah. Uh, completed 36 of them, had 308 yards, but he had three interceptions. So uh, pretty uh, pretty poor day for him. I mean, that's what, only 5%, right? <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, so that is only 5%, David. I did good, bad. Um, the Eagles' run defense, however, held Jeremy Hill in check. 23 carries for 33 yards. Wow. Yeah. Um, Dalton was 23 of 31 for 332 yards and two touchdowns. Brandon LaFell had 5 catches for 95 yards for the Bengals. Um I don't expect either of these teams to make the playoffs at this point. Well, no. I... No. Uh, Philadelphia is now 5 and 7 and you know, every team in their division is in the hunt for the at least the wild card right now, so uh and then Cincinnati is 4-7 and 1 uh, and you know the the wild card teams are 8 and 4 in that uh in that conference, so Who'd Cincinnati tie with? Washington. Did they tie last year too against Carolina? Um, or
0: was that two years last ago? Last year,
1: too. no two years ago because okay. uh, Carolina went fifteen and one last year. They're just year. really good at tying. Yeah, because. I just remembered that. Like that's kind of odd to have two ties within three seasons. Yeah. Um New England beat Los Angeles twenty six to ten. Uh not a lot to talk about with the game. It went pretty much the way everyone expected. However, uh Tom does have something to mention about uh Jeff Fisher and Eric Dickerson. Jeff
0: oh. Fisher got signed to a two year extension. Yeah. The team is four and seven. The team is four and seven. Jeff Fisher, as a coach, has only ever had six winning seasons.
1: He didn't even know who the Patriots' running backs were, unless he was just screwing with it. That's gamesmanship. I don't (laughs) think that he actually is that oblivious. But what would you? Well, then it's poor gamesmanship because what do you? He looks like an idiot because yeah, by doing that, like. You think you're getting in their head by forgetting who they are? They're... Well, but if the Rams would have shut them down, we would have been saying he was a genius. That's the problem with these things. I'll never say he's a genius. You know, I don't care what he does. You're, it's the problem with these with these types of stories. Like like when a coach goes for it on fourth and one in his own 25. Well, if he misses it, wow, what, a, what an idiot. But if he makes it, well, he's a genius. That was the ballsiest call of all time. Yeah. You know, you can't. I don't know. That's why I don't like to go too far one way or another with reactions on that kind of stuff. It's like, you know, he said it, he thought it would give his team a boost. It didn't. Time to move on. Yeah, yeah they got those three points. Eric
0: Dickerson called the Rams a joke for extending Fisher.
1: Yeah, well, he's been having some issues. Apparently he was asked to stay away from the team due to comments he'd made on uh, on radio and, and uh, TV shows about a crappy team. Well, about, if, the, if the team hadn't been a joke, then he wouldn't have had to make those comments. Right. And so he was asked to stay away from the team because of because of his his comments about his negative comments about them. Yeah. And uh it, reports were coming out that it was Fisher that asked him to stay away despite the fact that the team was saying that it wasn't Fisher and so now by him saying this about the extension I kind of think it was Fisher. Yeah. Yeah, probably. I don't know. That's just my it opinion. Was
0: a, there was there a, was a funny moment during the game where A Rams player had made a sideline catch, and they ruled it incomplete. Jeff Fisher wanted to challenge it, and he could not find his challenge flag in his coat pockets. He's digging through his pockets. He eventually had to tell the ref, I want to challenge this. And was successful. Because he couldn't find his red flag yeah he
1: couldn't pull he couldn't uh yeah. i've always thought the flag part of that was a joke anyway yeah he couldn't pull the flag out end the, cha- the challenge actually went the rams way yeah, yeah. and it it was an he's amazing got, catch he's got to keep it in his sock like um Oh, who's a minnesota coach that did that was it mike tice uh it was a vikings coach he used to keep it in his sock
0: well you you don't want to do what Andy Reid does and keep it just hanging off your belt cuz someone'll come and pickpocket it from you <laughs> before you make a stupid challenge. Right.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Oh, uh, the uh the Rams are a joke. Uh, yeah. But well, they scored 10 points in that game. Yeah, they, they actually did. I uh, forgot they they squeaked out a touchdown. Somehow. Uh yeah, with 115 left. Yeah, right. That's how yeah ah yes garbage uh, time yeah so the the win takes new england a 10 and 2 um should they and oakland go undefeated throughout the rest of the season uh oakland would actually hold, hold home field advantage wow um so what 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 <laughs> no what i'm yeah, confused nope. because we're talking about the oakland raiders yes we are oh uh, yeah the, if uh it's because a conference record that's uh, the only tiebreaker they have because they didn't play each other um over in the NFC, the Detroit Lions beat the New Orleans Saints 28 to 13. They sure did. Matt Stafford was very impressive Drew, in this game. Drew Brees was not. No, um, 30 of 42 for 341 yards and two touchdowns. And I had heard some reports later on that he apparently was sick coming into this game. So, was that? Is that accurate? I don't know. I, I, don't know. I, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't hear anything about that. I, Honestly,
0: I didn't pay much attention to this game at all.
1: Well, I spent my day yesterday watching the Packers at the bar, and I really only had a view of like two or three TVs. This one was on for uh, for us. This was one of the games we got. Yeah. Um, it was on the big screen at Sean's, but I couldn't really see it from the table that I was at. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, we had other games on around us because I was out with my wife, so we had the Broncos game on a TV we could see too. Yeah, the Saints just weren't great. But, well,
0: Drew Brees had that one game that he has every season where he he's got all the yardage, but the touchdowns are instead interceptions. Yeah, and he yeah, threw, three interceptions, he threw like three, yeah, yeah, and that's he has one of those every year.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, no, no touchdowns at all for him. Yeah, broke a yeah, it broke his streak again. Yeah, um, John Coon had the lone touchdown for them. Uh, which you know, man, I miss John Coon. Yeah, you might have a running game. Although no, because Ripkowski has actually filled in quite admirably for Green Bay. But uh <laughs> Um Golden Tate had eight catches for 145 yards and a touchdown. Uh the touchdown was a sixty six yarder where he had a nice cutback across field. Yeah. Um I did wind up seeing that play. Yeah, I watched that one. That killed uh, us. Oh, I forgot a note in the Cincinnati game. Uh oh. Yeah, sorry about this, everybody. Oh boy. Um Rewind. Mike, Mike Nugent missed an extra point. What? <laughs> Yeah, sorry, I forgot to tell you guys. Oh my god, Mike Nugent missed an extra point. All right, sorry. Back to the back to the Lions. Um, so the win keeps uh keeps Detroit two games up on Minnesota and Green Bay uh, for the division lead, and the loss. I don't want to say that it it dooms New Orleans, but. It they're, pretty, it pretty much does. They're two games back of two teams. Yeah, yeah, that's the problem. They they got two other. They got Atlanta and Tampa in front of them. Do they? But,
0: they have a game against each
1: of them coming up yet, right? Yeah, but I still, I think there's no way that they're gonna do anything. Yeah, um, they can but, spoil
0: one of their parties. They yeah. can, yeah. But de- I
1: mean, I, 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 like I said, I hesitate to say that they're 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 done, but Detroit uh snapped a streak though yeah they, they did not they did not come back in the fourth to win it. they won it some other way yeah first- first game since well like November of last year that they didn't trail in the fourth quarter at any point, yep they actually led in this game like the entire way, I think, or yeah yeah, they led the yeah. entire way, and uh yeah,
0: they also won down in New Orleans,
1: yeah, that's pretty rare which for them too. they don't do, yeah, oh, Denver took care of business in Jacksonville twenty to ten uh paxton lynch started for the broncos not Uh, i watched a lot of this game it was just kind of an ugly game
0: paxton lynch was 50 percent passing for 104 yards
1: yeah um it just i don't know like i knew that it was happening but like every time i looked there was nothing happening um blake bortles was 19 of 42 for 181 yards and had two interceptions um just like there's not a lot to talk about with this game, so no. I think we're done talking about it. Yeah. Um I will say that the win brought Denver up to eight and four. Um and that they are in sole possession of the second wild card spot in the AFC right now. And that is because Miami got crushed by Baltimore thirty eight to six. Yeah, I screwed that pick up pretty fast. Yeah, we all did. Yeah. The loss ends Miami's six game winning streak. Uh Ryan Tannehill had three interceptions. That was a big part of it. Um, and on the other side, Joe Flacco had 381 yards and four touchdowns. Um, I well, Joe
0: Flacco is the he, most inconsistent. Yesterday, he was elite. Top quarterback yeah. in the history of the NFL.
1: Yeah, yep, he was elite yesterday. Uh, the this result leaves both teams at seven and five. Uh, Baltimore is in charge of the AFC North right now, just by a head-to-head tiebreaker over Pittsburgh. And Miami trails New England by three games. Both teams, if they are dependent upon the wild card to make the playoffs, are a game back of Denver. With neither having played Denver at this point. Right.
0: It's going to come down to that uh, Christmas Eve matchup.
1: Yep. Um, So, Oakland beat buffalo 38 to 24 we had are now... a nice
0: little comeback there yeah, yeah. we yeah.
1: we are now into the games that i have no idea about because i was at the stranahan watching the phantom of the opera let's just talk about that then so i do not know much about these i just watched a few highlights this morning i will always be honest Derek carr had a decent game yeah. that is what i know. saw from the from the stats um buffalo was leading 24 to 9 with about five minutes left in the third, and then Oakland just went off. Um, yeah, they scored like yeah, Carter, <laughs> Carter, Carter well. Crabtree, Murray run, Carter Cooper, Murray run, you know, force. Four straight touchdowns. Wind, wind up with the thirty thirty eight to
0: twenty four win. Murray, uh, Murray had eighty yards and uh, eighty two yards and two touchdowns.
1: Yeah, my wife was going back and forth on who to start in her flex spot, Murray or uh, Jarvis Landry for the Dolphins. Murray, and she settled on Murray. And she's good thing, very happy that she did. I um, never bench Murray. Only when he's hurt. Yeah. Well, he. He's kind of had a rough go lately, I guess. Still, I just um, I never bench him. Yeah, like I I I just even with him not doing well for like maybe a couple of weeks, I still can't bench him. Because, yeah, it's hard,
0: it's hard to vote because when he,
1: when he comes back, he comes right back. Yeah, it's
0: hard to to vote against him, you know.
1: Oh well, yeah. but Buffalo's defense is pretty good, so it, that did factor a little bit into her right. back and forth on it. But yeah, right. Um. So uh, LaShawn McCoy had 130 yards for Buffalo. No touchdowns because those were sniped by uh, Gillisley. I don't know how to say this guy's last name. Gillisley. Gillisley. That's not neither one of them are an I sound. Cut it. Cut it in half. Gillis Lee. And yeah. Gillisley. That's like like joyfully like Gillisley. He did yeah. it. Gillisley. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um. Gillis. Gillis. Uh... <laughs> so. As Tom said, Derek Carr didn't have a bad game. 260, two touchdowns, 97.3 rating. Um, it uh, Like I said, it puts Oakland in command of the AFC. All they got to do is win out for home field. That's all they got to do um, win every single game. Hey, looking at their schedule, though, Yeah, doesn't seem out of the question. They play the Browns like three times.
0: <laughs> they had the Chiefs and the Chargers on the road, and then they host
1: the Colts. Those could actually be two tough games. Yeah. And they uh, could be, but the way Oakland's playing, like, I don't think they're going to be as difficult as. Yeah. They finished the season in Denver. That is the That's one. That's the tough game yeah. for them. Yeah. Um, the, uh, the Oakland Kansas City game, is that a primetime matchup?
0: Um,
1: is that Thursday? Yeah. yeah.
0: Thursday um, night. Actually, I think, yeah. They, uh, they did flex a game next week. They flex the Steelers and the Bengals out of the Sunday night
1: spot. Yeah, for Dallas and New York. Right. Which, so I rail against a lot, Bengals. You yeah. Know? I rail against the fact that they put NFC East teams on primetime so much, but this time it actually makes this, sense. This this was a smart flex so, because I can't argue they, with this one. Oh yeah, they're going to make 10 billion dollars on this game. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like like even if both teams were bad, you still have two of the biggest fan bases there that there are right,
0: but both teams are good despite you know the the Giants having lost this this past
1: right so, yeah,
0: weekend they're yeah. they're still in the thick of the uh of the playoff hunt
1: right unless uh, there's like a you know unless like there's a game of Thrones sopranos crossover uh <laughs> they're gonna win t v that day. <laughs> You just mentioned two of the three most overrated television shows of all time. The third is the and the walkers and the Walking Dead. The third is the no. The third is Friends. Oh yeah. Oh, I hate Friends. You're gonna, dude. You.
0: So many people have stopped listening. We have two Send listeners left. Send
1: me your hate mail. I can name some. I can name some listeners who I who I swear who who just turned this off. Okay, I, I can name them. Send me your hate mail. Interact with me yeah interact interact with, with me on facebook interact with michael on. tell facebook. me i'm wrong his phone number is <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right yeah uh so the uh arizona cardinals beat the washington redskins 31 to 23 yeah they sure did um larry fitzgerald passed chris carter and marvin harrison on the career receptions list that is pretty awesome e- easiest call for hall of famer ever. oh yeah i'm pretty happy about that yeah um Actually the segment that we're doing later is our is our basement of fame. it's like a hall of fame, but we're in a basement so yeah um I kind of after after that happened yesterday i I kind of wanted to make Larry Fitzgerald my first inductee but yeah. uh, we'll 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 maybe save that for uh, for when he retires um not a lot to say about this game other than that fact uh Carson Palmer had three hundred yards and three touchdowns but uh which is kind of a Kind of a departure from his usual crummy play of late. Yeah, that um, was good. Not a lot of playoff implications for this matchup, I don't think. Uh, Washington's kind of fading, it seems. Um, yeah, they 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 looked really strong two three weeks ago, but yeah.
0: since then they haven't really had it going. Yeah, um, the Steelers beat the Giants twenty four to fourteen. Yeah, uh, in one of the weirdest uh, openings to a game ever. That was bizarre it was the uh the giants committed a holding penalty in the end zone which is a safety yep and then the steelers kicked a field goal to go from 2 points to five. to five points. And then they scored a touchdown to have eleven
1: points. Yeah, these are all weird numbers yeah. for football. Two to nothing, five to nothing, eleven to nothing, because they missed the two point conversion, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are all weird. Yeah, they go for two points every time now, I guess.
0: Well, actually they didn't they didn't have to uh this week because uh Chris Boswell was not their kicker. No, <laughs> they actually no they Chris actually... Boswell was injured, so Randy Bullock.
1: Yeah, and he was good yesterday. Yeah, he, actually...
0: he uh he made uh two field
1: goals. Yeah
0: and did get the uh, one extra point there. Eric's looking up kick.
1: 30 surprising facts that fans about 30 surprising facts about friends that most fans don't know did about you re- I, didn't I didn't even notice no because I had that up I was like mm, nope I did oh not notice that you had that up I thought you pulled it up because I said it that's awesome uh, anyway sorry Tom Ah, uh, Randy Bullock did make the one extra point. Yes, yeah. So he's already better than Chris Boswell. Yeah. Did he have to onside kick at all? Because that's no. the real. No, task. they
0: they had to lead the whole game. That's right.
1: Yeah. Um. Yeah. The uh. The win brings a, Pittsburgh to seven and five. That's a big win because the Giants are. Yeah. Good, you know they're
0: yeah. good. That, Ladarius Green. Had his first career hundred yard game. Yeah,
1: uh, well, he's playing in Antonio Gates' shadow for so many years. Yeah, and
0: he had, uh, six catches, 110 yards, and a touchdown. I picked him
1: up in a league, but didn't put him in. So did I. Yeah, I picked him up a couple weeks ago after he had that
0: 60 yard game. Yeah, and but I had a uh, Greg Olson is my starting. Oh tight end. well, yeah. yeah,
1: you can't you can't bench Greg Olson. I may yeah. have to now. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Uh, the loss by New York drops them to 8-4. and four. They're still very much in command of the wild card in the NFC. Um, right now, it's them and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, who we'll talk about in a moment. But their loss actually clinched a playoff spot for Dallas. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Dallas yep. at 11-1 and one, um, will now definitely make the postseason. Um, and so we will talk about Tampa. They beat the Chargers 28-21 to 21 in San Diego. Um and uh, Say, uh, another they, comeback. Yeah, they they were down twenty-one to seventeen at one point. Made it twenty-one to twenty on a Robert Aguayo field goal and scored the winning <laughs> touchdown with about nine minutes left. Um, failed the two-point conversion or no converted the two-point conversion to uh, make it a seven-point lead. Um, not. Not a lot, not an impressive game from uh, Jameis Winston, 280 yards, a touchdown, an interception, and on the other side, Philip Rivers, 225 yards, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Um, <laughs> Tampa Bay they're they're just getting better and better. Yeah, it's
0: and while well, they're winning in spite of the fact that they don't have any
1: wide receivers. And hey, they put up some weird points. Yeah, Mike in the, Evans, what are you talking about? Oh yeah, Mike Evans is. Amazing. Yeah,
0: but beyond that, yeah. They yeah, yeah. don't really have anyone. And uh
1: they too put up some weird points in the fourth. They scored eleven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was a that was a little more conventional way of of making eleven since it was the field goal and, yeah, uh, yeah, and the yeah, right. two point conversion after the touchdown. But um yeah, like I said, this this puts Tampa into the number six seed in the NFC. Um I and think I, I think they're gonna end up taking that division. I gotta yeah, I I do too, uh at this point. I gotta say, if I'm any other team in the NFC Including Dallas, I'm terrified of Tampa making the playoffs. They they seem to me to be that team this year. Yeah, they could. They the could, the uh, they could just beat you. Who not, knows? And not necessarily the team that makes it all the way to the Super Bowl off the sixth seed or whatever, but the team that yeah is going to screw up somebody's day. Yeah, they're going to mess something up. Yeah, and if if uh, if they're the sixth seed, that leaves
0: Dallas as the team whose day gets screwed up.
1: Yeah, because well, they're
0: going to be the number one seed. Well, that, assuming Tampa makes it through the first round, which then they would have to ruin Detroit's day.
1: Is it really ruining... Oh, it'll be their first home playoff game since they lost to Green Bay in 93, so I think it would ruin their day. All right, I guess. Would, are they going to sell that
0: game out if they have it? Oh, yeah. Oh, Cause, yes.
1: Because they, they don't sell out any other game? Yeah. E- yeah, Eli will be there. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I'll go if I can get tickets. <laughs> yeah. You know? Um. So the last game... Seattle 40 Carolina 7. All right. I got to get in the right the right state of mind to talk about this. To talk about uh Cam Newton did not start the game. Nope. Um... This was his punishment for a violation of the dress code. Uh he didn't start the game. So what happens he is He didn't wear a tie was the Was that the infraction? He didn't what? wear yeah, a tie. He didn't wear a tie All right. to didn't, something. Didn't wear a tie was forced to sit out. Number 1. All right, I get it. Rules are rules. You're punishing your team. You're by punishing the whole team your because Derek Anderson comes in and throws an interception right on his away. first play. First right play. Yep. Just boom. Here you go. Which, granted, it was off Mike Tolbert's hands, but still, he comes out and throws an interception. You already look like an idiot. Yeah. Um. And, who, and what, what point did you prove and, and to whom? Right. And secondly, okay, what kind of a punishment is that? Yeah. Now that's one thing if you're you're maybe seven games away from breaking Brett Favre's streak and you screw up big time, and they're like, well, now you're not starting. Right. That's a punishment. Yeah, like all that's going to happen to you is the camera's going to be on you standing there for uh, a play. Yeah. So and this, then you come back out. This is not a punishment. So, number one, Ron Rivera, silly reason to sit a guy. Number two, if you're going to sit a guy, why don't you actually sit a guy? Yeah. He's sta- He's standing there fully dressed. Fully dressed, ready to go, knowing that he was going to come in after that first drive was over. And why would you, do, why would you intentionally hurt your chances of winning? Well, like I said, rules are rules. So yeah, go ahead and discipline him. But if you're going to discipline him, actually discipline him. Yeah. The what what? I don't know. I think
0: sending him out there repeatedly against that defense was punishment enough. Right?
1: Yeah, I was trying to figure out like is he injured because like the first his first uh Cam's first two plays uh were handoffs, then his next two uh were bad throws. Yeah. They're both in completion. Uh two two incompletions following two handoffs and I'm like, is he hurt?
0: He was uh fourteen but. of thirty two for hundred and eighty two yards.
1: So typical Cam Newton numbers nowadays. Yeah. Yeah, but he didn't have the rushing to uh right. to he did have balance a it out. He did have a bomb though. Yeah. Um the so bad news for the Seahawks as uh Earl Thomas yeah. uh, broke his leg during yep. the game and tweeted out a lot of things going through his mind. One of them is retirement. Oh boy um for first game he ever missed in the NFL was last week yeah um i don't I'm not sure what the injury was, but he missed last week against Tampa Bay came back this week and had the broken leg so he's dealing with something that he's never dealt with before yeah, no that's a well, big deal uh yeah he's had a couple really bad weeks here. How long's he been in the league he was drafted in 2010 oh, so he's had a good chunk of time yeah. where he's played every single day and he's a player who plays every single play too yeah, and I mean
0: if he realizes that this could be the, the deal going forward, that he's never going to be a hundred percent healthy again, he may retire and, yeah. and it wouldn't be a stupid move on his
1: part. No, I'd be sad to see him go cause I really do like him. Yeah. Um, and uh, it, it's a huge blow to Seattle secondary and a huge blow to their team as a whole, um, just because of the kind of leader that he is for them uh, both with his play and with his, uh, with his attitude. So uh this could this could hurt Seattle in the long term um make it easier for teams like you know up, upcoming they've got Green Bay uh you know Dallas if they face off in the playoffs uh, it's gonna make it a, a lot easier for quarterbacks uh to take those shots down the down the middle of the field so uh see how this affects them long term um another injury it didn't happen in this game, but they were talking about it quite a bit last night. Luke keekley is still out with the concussion issues, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if you guys saw this, but after we got done watching Phantom, we went across the street back to Sean's for the second time that day, and I was watching the game up there, and there was a call, or a non-call, Luke Keekley was in the official's face as if he was the head coach, just firing his eyes, ranting and raving, yeah. taking on that, that role. I didn't see that. I That right there, like I, I'm always concerned about player safety when they have the things going on like he does. Yeah. I look forward to the day when Luke Keekley is on the sidelines as a coach because he's going to be a damn good one. Yeah, he's a yeah, fire he's he, a fiery guy. He's, and he's he an knows, amazing he knows he
0: knows the game. Yeah,
1: yeah. He, he's an amazing competitor and and you know he's like the captain of that defense, yeah. and you know, just to see him on defense when he's back there, you know, giving out the orders and stuff like that, it's he's he's something. Yeah, he's well, special. So,
0: sometimes you see these these great players, and you see them going out there and, and dominating week to week, but you you know, kind of in the back of your head that they probably won't ever be a coach. Yeah, because it's not they it's not something they can teach.
1: They're not the rah rah type of per- personality. They're just the instinctual right. make the play yeah. type like, of guy.
0: Troy Polamalu, as good as he was his entire career, except the last couple of years to the end there, um, I don't think that his skill set translates well to being a coach because it he's work. a really quiet guy off the field. Yeah. Well, it,
1: and he didn't really play the safety position the way it's supposed to be played. He just yeah. kind of did whatever he wanted. It didn't work for Wayne Gretzky either. No. Yeah. No. Um, that was, I was always amazed. Uh, Brett Favre was an offensive coordinator at a high school down in Mississippi after he retired. Yeah. And I'm like, how does that guy coach? Yeah. Which, actually, speaking to him, uh, in the in the Washington-Colorado game, did you guys see that play by the Washington quarterback? He's almost facing backwards and just heaves the ball up towards the sideline. Washington wide receiver comes down with a one-handed catch. The defender misses the tackle, and he runs it into the end zone. That I was the
0: farviest I play I've that. ever seen. I'm gonna to have to look that up because I did not see that.
1: I, I did share it on the page, but that was, that was the farviest play I've ever seen by another player. Um, but that's the kind of stuff you can't coach. Yeah, and that's you know, Luke Keekly is the kind of guy who he can make those crazy plays, but he also has the knowledge to know I was able to make that play because I was in this gap or right, because yeah. he, I dropped into this zone instead of this one because the you know the route was different from his, what was
0: anticipated. His or whatever. positioning is is. You know, tops in the league. He's always in the right spot. Yeah, and yeah. that's that's something that you can teach. Yeah, is I, how to tell when to be in the right spot.
1: I'm looking forward to him getting back. Um, I well, I mean, I'm looking forward to to him getting back. Like, I would like to see him play again. Uh, I am nervous for that, for for, for that to be the case, because I don't want anything else to happen you
0: know, to him. I I I would like him to stay off the field for the rest of the season and work his way back in the off season. Because, as owner of several concussions, dealing with those uh the next day and the next week and and the whole next month, sometimes it's not fun, and some days you'll feel great, and the next day you'll just you'll be in pain, you'll be nauseous, you'll not want to get out of bed and it's it's a tough thing. I don't want a player to to feel like they have to push themselves to get back. They just need to take their time.
1: Right. Well, the NFL, whereas they're still not perfect about that kind of thing. They are getting better. Right now, their biggest issue seems to be identifying them once right. once the concussion happens on the field. But once a once a player is in the concussion protocol, it does seem like the NFL is doing a much better job. Yeah, actually, but um, well, when you have a concussion, that's the kind of injury that you don't exactly just you, you have to wait. Like you you're not that, in control of yeah. that comeback. Well, you could feel fine the next day too, right. and then feel crummy later that night. Yeah, totally. Like it, you. It's not something like, oh, I can just go work out or get this, like, stretched out or whatever, right. massaged out or whatever. Like, that's, nope, that's your brain. Actually,
0: uh, last night in the uh, in the NHL, Connor McDavid uh, fell down, hit his face on the ice, and there was a concussion spotter. And they pulled him off the bench and took him back in into the locker room. Yeah. So, you know, it's a lot easier with, you know, only 18 players to have to look out for as opposed to the 53 right. on, on a on a football sideline but you know have a few spotters have them up in the in the booth with uh, you know monitors and binoculars and stuff looking down you know you see a guy take a hard hit and then you kind of monitor him
1: yeah, yeah. well I, the NHL has never really had the type of problems that uh, that the NFL has with that kind of stuff i mean the con- concussions do still happen but they they historically were better at finding them
0: Right, right. Um,
1: they cared about it. They, yeah. they,
0: they, they, would find them. They, they wouldn't necessarily go through the whole treatment process the, the right way because you know it, the whole treatment process hasn't been known for that long. Right. You know, oh, yeah. they, used, they used to say don't go to sleep after you get a concussion. Now they say go to sleep.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So much has changed as far as that goes with all the research and everything's that been been going on. But so that seems like the perfect segue into our NHL talk. Uh, which is going to be a little bit short today. Um, not much has changed in the NHL since last we spoke. Uh, no. Columbus, Columbus had a 60-shot game. Uh, yes. Yeah. I did post about that. Um, and here's here's the more impressive thing. Mike Smith stopped 58 of them. Yeah. So yeah, I know. as impressive as the 60 is, the that's 58 a... is actually more impressive. Yeah, that's a 58-save game. Yeah. Uh, he did lose the game, though. Which, yeah. You face that many shots and you stop that many, you're hoping – you're hoping you come out with a win. Um, but, it was, yeah, it was a record for him. It was a record for the Blue Jackets. And it was the highest number of saves in the NHL this year. On on the flip
0: side of the uh, many, many saves, last night Calgary scored uh, five goals in, like, just over six minutes in the second period. Yeah, yeah. Coasted to an 8-3 to three victory. Of the Ducks. I, I turned that game Good. on <laughs> just before they started that— uh, goal explosion that's awesome i'm sitting there like wow wow holy
1: yeah. yeah so i didn't think of any examples yet or any questions but i came up with this game that we'll play for eric here uh one of these days where uh we we talk about a, a result or something in sports and we ask him how you get to that result and uh it's and this is all because uh during the uh the penguins red wings game uh penguins got a goal um, without the puck going into the net and i wanted to ask eric how do you get a goal without a puck going into the net he hmm? said he said a, he said a oh, wizard did it eric thinks a wizard did it here's how you get a goal with the puck with the puck not going in the net you're on a breakaway towards an empty net and you get taken down yep. <laughs> and if if it's a if it's something that would have uh, led to a penalty shot it's just an automatic goal. Yeah, because there's no goalie to stand in your way on a penalty shot. Yeah, well, because there would not have been a goalie to stop your shot right. if you were allowed to make it. And so that well, would, they wouldn't put one in for the penalty shot, so they did yeah. give who, you the shot.
0: Who was that one uh, Stars player who was two feet away from the net and missed on an
1: empty net? One of the biggest draft busts of all time. What's his name? I Val, remember Valnachushkin. No, no, no. No, oh.
0: this, this was a few years ago. Oh, because... this,
1: this was that Alash Hemsky when I, it was against Edmonton. When he was skating down, he was skating down to score an empty net. He just kind of left it at the post, and Alashemsky took it all the way back down the ice and score. Oh, I know you're talking about. I don't remember who that was, but Val Nachushkin, uh missed an empty netter pretty badly last year. So it's a— uh, And he was also a draft bust.
0: A history of excellence. Yeah, Nichuskin, isn't he thinking about going back He's to Russia? He's back in Russia. He we is? haven't had him all year. Um, that is
1: that is part of Dallas' struggles this year, too. We don't have that big-bodied forward to go get in a corner. Um, you he know, should
0: have signed Milan Lucic. Many, many, many struggles of Dallas. Hey, they're
1: still many. almost in a wild-card spot. That's the thing. If they get in, the first round matchup, whoever that team is should be afraid of them. However, they're not going to make it, so it doesn't matter. Well, what are you gonna do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> N.W.H.L. came back from their Thanksgiving hiatus this weekend.
0: Yes, they did. Uh, there were two games Saturday and one on Sunday. On Saturday, the Buffalo Buttes beat the New York Riveters five to three. Um, on also on Saturday, the Whale or the the Pride beat the Whale five
1: to two. I keep wanting to call them the Whalers. Well, well, they're dis- yeah, they're, yeah, their uniforms they're, and stuff. And, you know, being from Connecticut, yeah. everything but is... But, yeah, like, every time I say it, I have to stop myself. Yeah.
0: And then the uh, the lone Sunday game, the Boston Pride and the Riveters played. The the Riveters pushed it to a shootout against the undefeated Pride. Yeah. But unfortunately, the, the Pride were able to take it in the shootout and remain undefeated at 8-0. Oh,
1: I think it was Patrick Stefan, by the way, that player that... You okay. might be right. He was the one. He was Dallas's... Uh, Uh, first overall um, back in uh, 99 yeah although no 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 he was Atlanta's first overall and we got him in a trade you ended up getting him in a trade yeah yeah anyway sorry yeah
0: Yeah, so the uh, the the pride remain undefeated but only just on the strength of a single shot in the shootout
1: yeah in the gimmick yeah well it is what it is what it shouldn't be. Yeah. Well, if we're going to talk about things that shouldn't be, we can go all the way back to the college football playoff discussion. Yeah. I did tease that I would talk about my idea for a better playoff, but I'm actually going to hold off until the playoff actually starts. That particular show will be when I rant and rave about that. Uh, that's just going to be you, right? I don't have to be here. Yeah. You guys can take the day no. off because it's going to be three hours of me screaming about the college football playoff. We could have done that today yeah. because I'm coughing my brains out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh,
0: well, God willing, you'll still be coughing. <laughs> your br- wait. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, let's hope I'm. St- let's hope
1: I'm still coughing then. So there's a reason to stay home. Six weeks from now. Yeah. So that that's it on the. Yeah, that's, that's about it. For yeah, just a pair of games. Just a well, the three games. Or three and... games. Sorry, a trio of games. Yeah. Tom and I are about a month away from our trip out there. Yeah. To New York. I am excited. Yeah, I'm. I'm excited to see yeah. that. It'll oh. Be fun. So, uh, over in the NBA, uh, not a whole lot. I mean, nobody's really been that impressive this year, right? A lot of down years by some of these superstars. Nobody's really done anything yeah, spectacular. Nobody, nobody at all. I can't, think ever. Of a, I can't think of a single player who has stood out for doing something spectacular, yeah. uh, game after game after game. I mean, I guess, I guess if if you're really digging for stuff, Russell Westbrook has had five consecutive games with a triple double. Yeah, I mean, first player to do it since Jordan. Yeah, I mean, that's pretty. That's I mean it's noteworthy. That's an I mean, obscure stat, right? Isn't now. it? it is, isn't gosh. it really? Yeah. No. Russell Westbrook <laughs> has just been tearing NBA defenses apart this year. Yeah. Um. I mean, he triple triple he double over the last five and averaging a triple double for the season. Yeah. The thing is, he doesn't have to share. Yeah. Nobody else on that team can shoot. Yeah. kd has gone, so you know what's what's stopping him. Um. No. It's it's amazing. I, he's gonna he's gonna wind up the MVP of the league.
0: Yeah. I yeah, mean probably. Um,
1: unless he swings back
0: the other way i don't see for, that happening, for the second though.
1: half of the season but
0: i really don't he's that type of player who can i mean i i'm not saying he can keep up a triple double every game for the rest of the season but i don't know
1: i think he, ought, yeah, he i think he ought to try him. he
0: may be able to uh to end up averaging a triple double
1: yeah yeah he's oh god it's been so impressive too like i've i've been trying to watch the highlights if i can't catch the games which they haven't been naturally televised games for the most part so i haven't gotten to see him live but it's it's just impressive watching him handle the ball. His passing is just so on point. He gets in there for being such a little guy, gets in there among uh, you know, among the uh the bigs and pulls down the rebounds and it it's been fun to watch and I look forward to it over the over the rest of the season. Um hopefully they can get into the playoffs and we can continue to see it for a, you know, a little while into into June and Yeah, that would be great. You know,
0: that that's something you'll wanna see. Yeah. Also, you know, pointing out that K D isn't all that yeah,
1: I don't really I mean, have he's... anything against him, but I thought he overshadowed Westbrook more than he should have.
0: Yeah, and now he's 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 doing a decent job over in Golden State, but yeah. you know, they've
1: already got 10 of the best players. Right. Um so the Cavs have hit the skids a little bit. Uh they're down to 13 and 5. Ouch. Um one of those losses came against the Bulls in Chicago, 111 to 105. Um leading up to that game, LeBron made good on his bet with D-Wade showed up to the game in a full Chicago Cubs uniform. Oh man. I didn't see that. You didn't see the pictures. No. I'll, I'll try to throw them up on Facebook. Uh, that's after the it, show. That's funny. Paid up, paid up on the bet. showed up in full Chicago Cubs uniform. It was pretty awesome. That's cool. Yeah. He's a good sport. Um, You know, I love seeing that with these basketball guys. Like, I know a lot of the old timers are like, well, I never would have gone and played with Larry Bird to win a championship and blah, blah, blah. I think it's more fun when these guys do this kind of thing and have fun. They're friends. It's a game. Yeah, you don't have to be on the same team to be friends. And and like, you know, it's... It's good stuff. Yeah, it's you know it and sure, yeah the the Bird Johnson rivalry was fantastic. Sports is like yeah. mostly personalities, anyways. Yeah,
0: so. see that's that's the one thing I I like about about All Star games. You get a chance to see these players just being themselves and being you know the friends that they are and right. You know, yeah. it, it may not be perfect, it, it may not be the best thing, but you have those skills competitions and, and you see them out there actually having fun without
1: having to worry about results. Yeah, yeah. NHL. I just wish, uh, I just wish, oh, speaking of not worrying about the results. So yes. the MLB All-Star Game no longer decides home field advantage. Yeah, I was yep. about to just bring that yeah. up. Yeah. Um, So big step for Major League Baseball. So they can go out there and have fun. Um, so the NL is going to like have uh, home field advantage someday. Yeah. well, Maybe. Probably next yeah. year. I would imagine Probably next year. Yeah. Yeah. Out of the, out of the, out of the top tier teams, I would think it's, we're probably still looking at Chicago and LA above everyone else. Yeah. And if, uh, if Washington makes the moves that uh, they're rumored to make, apparently they're going hard after Andrew McCutcheon. Yeah. And Chris Sale. And they believe yeah. that they have the prospects to pull off both of these deals. They
0: were, they were looking at, uh, Mark Melanson as well, but there's rumors he's going to
1: sign with the Giants. I've also heard that the Cubs are in the mix with Melanson. Should they opt not to go for um, uh, go for re-signing Chapman, who wants a hundred million? Well, he's going to not get a hundred million, and somebody will, the Yankees will pay it. Well, I only want ninety-eight million, so it yeah. could take me. There you go. We had this discussion the other night. <sighs> Uh, I said I would be willing to play for $175,000 per year to just go in and eat up innings when a team is losing 10-2 to 2 in, in the 7th. If you know that you're not going to win that game and you have burned your arms throughout the course of the series, I'll be that guy that goes in. Even if I end my career with a 54.5 ERA, I'll be that guy for $175,000 per year. ML- MLB GMs, I'm your guy. I will come in, I'll throw the pitches just to get you through, get the outs some way or another. And, I'll do uh, it for, for $10. bucks. do not you undercut me.
0: And a slice of, of, of uh, Philly cheesesteak bowl pizza.
1: <laughs> Good job pulling it all together, Tom. Thank you. Good job. Um, so we made that seamless segue from the NBA to the MLB. And now we're going to stay in the MLB because it, it, it is time for our first class In the Ballpark Bros basement of fame. Wow. I'm not doing that every time. That's a one-time thing. All right. So we have each picked a player or personality or owner or GM or coach or whatever to induct into the Hall of Fame for this first ceremony and all of its fanfare. Uh, I will go first and make our first inductee, Pete Rose. What? I predicted that, but what? Peter Edward you Rose. You can't do that. Senior. He
0: did a bad thing, voting, uh, betting for his team to win. Peter
1: Edward Rose Senior played in the major leagues from 1963 to 1986 with the Reds, Phillies, and Expos. He is the major league leader in hits with 4,256. He batted three oh three over his career, hit 160 home runs, and had 1,314 runs batted in. He was a 17-time All-Star, a three-time World Series champion, the 1973 NL MVP, the 1975 World Series MVP, the 1963 NL Rookie of the Year. He was a two-time Gold Glove winner, a Silver Slugger winner, the winner of the 1976 Roberto Clemente Award. He was a three-time NL batting champion in 68, 69, and 73. His number 14 has been retired by the Reds, and he is in the Cincinnati Reds Hall of Fame. He is part of the Major League Baseball All Century team, but he is not a member of the Baseball Hall of Fame. But he is a member of the Ballpark Bros Basement of Fame. Yeah, which is far more illustrious. Yeah. I mean, I mean there's only, only one, one man member has ever been elected. Yeah, we don't yeah, we don't need all these writers to vote these guys in. And here's the thing, we each picked our own. We are not voting on this. This is so I could disagree with Tom's pick. You I won't, could, David could disagree bad. with Pete Rose being in. But these are, you know, we're gonna bring these guys in, and we'll, we'll, like I, like I just did, we'll give you the stats, we'll let you know why we picked them, and it's because it's on field accomplishments. This has nothing to do with what they did off the field. If we want to one day put OJ Simpson in, we're gonna put OJ Simpson in. It doesn't matter that he killed those people. Uh, I think it kind of does. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't plan on putting OJ Simpson in.
0: Can we have a no convicts <clears throat> rule?
1: Yeah. uh yeah. It doesn't matter that he killed those people. (laughs) Oh, boy. There is a line. There There is. This far, no further. Uh, So Pete Rose, the first inductee into our Basement Hall of Fame. Tom, who is our second inductee? Martin Brodeur, the
0: uh, greatest goalie of all time. He was the uh, 1994 Calder uh, Trophy winner, which is the best rookie in the NHL that year
1: he which doesn't always go to a goalie no <laughs> no almost never yeah it's pretty rare
0: he was a nine-time all-star uh, he was a three-time Stanley Cup winner he went to five uh, cup finals he four-time Vesna trophy winner and five times in his career did he uh, win the Jennings trophy which is for the team with the lowest goals against. In in the regular season. He also owns the record for most wins by a goalie, most seasons with 30 or more wins, most seasons with 40 or more wins, most consecutive seasons of 30 or more wins, and just about any other record you can think of for most, a goalie.
1: Most goals by a goalie. Yes, he is
0: tied for most goals by a goalie.
1: Yes, three, but he does not have the most... Um... Uh, from shooting it, no.
0: But uh, he he does have the one. It was in the playoffs. He he shot it all the way down. The the puck did not land back on the ice until it was past the red line, and the whole crowd went crazy when that happened. And he, as he does in 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 as he did in his uh, biggest moments, he would just sort of crouch down and back into the into the goal, and like you really couldn't tell what his his emotions were in those moments
1: you can never tell what his emotions were at any point in his career
0: well yeah i mean the, you know he when he finally broke the record for wins he did a little hop and, and punched the air but just i i feel like it was a privilege to have been able to see him play and i actually got to see him record a shutout and i got to see him give up five goals yeah <laughs> and you know Which he i think it's more impressive <laughs> Oh yeah, I mean, in his, his uh, goals against average for his career was two point one four. Yes, and something along that those lines. or two point two four. Maybe I've
1: only seen Broder twice, and uh, he won the first game five to four and lost the second game five to four. <laughs> one of the the win was over Pittsburgh at Mellon Arena. Oh, in that was
0: that was a great game that too.
1: Was a crazy game.
0: But yeah, he's he's the uh, the second inductee to the ballpark bros basement of fame.
1: We're gonna have we're gonna have bronze bus for all these guys down here. Yeah, it's gonna get pretty crowded. Uh, yeah, we're, we don't we, have we, a lot we, of space as yeah it is. we do work in like a 15 by six space. So yeah, but uh, David, who's number three? Uh, I'm gonna have to go with American Pharaoh. Uh No, no, <laughs> <laughs> that's a joke. I'm not picking a horse. Uh, uh, you could if you wanted to. But we're yeah I could. But we're staying in hockey um, with uh, Haley Wickenheiser, who is. Uh, Probably considered by far to be the best woman hockey player of all time. Uh, yeah, I would and say so. She's she's got she's tied with only two other players as uh as having the most golds for women's hockey. She's got four from Salt Lake, Torino, Vancouver, and Sochi, and then she won a silver at Nagano uh, back in ninety eight. And then she's got like God, she's got seven gold uh, World Championships and six silvers. I mean, that's pretty much every year of her of her hockey playing life, almost from 1994 uh, when she was only 15. Um, One one thing about her, she uh, she was the first woman to to play uh, on a men's team uh, outside the goalie position, um, which is a huge deal. She played in the men's professional league. Uh, I think it was. That's definitely a finish. That's definitely a finish name. Are you going to try to say it? (laughs) Yeah, I could try it. (laughs) It's just yeah, it's Kirko Newman. Okay. Salamat. Ah yeah. Um yeah, I know in, in yeah. Finland's uh, division two league, um where she she played twenty three games, scored two goals, and had 10, 10 assists in that league. But uh, I mean that's a pretty that's a pretty big deal though, you know. Yeah. Uh, uh we've had women play uh goaltending position, um. She uh she she chose that league cuz it was less physical. She actually got a she actually uh turned down an offer from Phil Esposito to play for the Cincinnati Cyclones of the C, of the ECHL the oh. Toledo Toledo Walleye's league. Um it's you know it's pretty sweet to get that uh you know to yeah, get that's... asked that. We we would have we would have had the chance to see her if she had if she had taken the Cyclones offer because well, uh, I, uh you know we see them all the time.
0: I I would say that that the uh most most women's hockey players could make it in the ECHL
1: Yeah, I think a lot. I think a lot of them could. I mean, I don't know if they'd want to. Right. You know, but they
0: they do get a lot of uh violence going on in that league and it's from just time to time the
1: women's leagues just aren't as physical right i mean that's just you know they when you watch the nwhl they're they they don't hit as much and stuff like that so i so they're not you know they're not conditioned they're not used to doing they're not used to doing that well and there there is something special about uh wickenheiser in that she is our first two sport athlete to be inducted yeah, she's a mm-hmm. softball player. Yes. Uh she was part of the two thousand Canadian softball team for the summer Olympics. Yeah, so she's been to the Olympics as, as on two different teams, which is pretty awesome. Yeah. She actually um she led the Canadian team with the highest batting average. Yep. And she's um, she also has the most goals and in, in hockey she's got the most goals for uh for uh the women's uh international players. She's got like sixteen uh goals in, in that tournaments. Yeah. Yeah. No, she's she's by far uh best women's hockey yeah. player, very very recognizable um name in the sport. Yeah. Uh, she, she was know, induct- she's won all kinds of MVPs. She was inducted into Canada's Walk of Fame in two thousand fourteen. Yeah. Canada has a walk of fame? Yes. They're just above us as we are in a basement. <laughs> yeah, she's 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 won all kinds of awards. I mean, what can you say? Is she still active or is she hung it up? No, she's not active anymore. Okay. Um, I know she's only in her, she's only in her 30s or well she, yeah she's 38 she might well she might be active let me think actually looks like she might it says that she, I'm looking here, and it says that she is with the Calgary Infernal of the CWHL. Oh. So she may yeah. still be active. Nice. Yeah, uh, that um, is one thing with the rules here. We're we're not mandating that a player be retired to induct them. We could induct Tom Brady tomorrow if we wanted to. Yeah. Well, no, not, she, not tomorrow because. Well, we don't have a show tomorrow, yeah, right. She appeared in the uh, Clarkson Cup Finals in 2016, scoring uh, two assists as the calgary inferno emerged victorious in a convincing eight to three final i'm I'm reading that verbatim from a (laughs) wikipedia right champion at literally every level yeah there yeah uh, yeah, there you go like she's still play. she is actually still playing hockey and still winning
0: the cwhl is it's basically like the the nwhl uh just up in canada and they act they don't pay their players but it's very similar and it's a small league and... yeah it's a
1: five-team league they only have one more team than the nwhl it'd be great if those teams somehow figured out a way to merge get a well i was thinking just play through their regular season games like they do and then whoever wins do out of that do a championship between yeah. the two with you know boston and calgary boston, or whatever calgary, yeah that would be sweet actually actually the cw or the cwhl has a boston team
0: Oh, do they? Yeah, yeah they a, got a number of a number of the uh, Pride players actually used to play on yeah, that
1: team. the Boston Blades. Hmm. They took the Pride job because they pay. <laughs> right. Um. But no, she's she's a terrific player. I think uh, once we uh once we get this squared away and how we're gonna do this, I think we will have a photo album up on the Facebook page with all of our inductees uh with special notes about their career uh things we just read off maybe some additional facts that we find out about them but i think we got ourselves a solid first class yeah yeah i'd say um and you know maybe maybe we'll expand it and each of us will uh induct two next time around or uh you know maybe we can like i said this won't be a weekly thing no Uh, we're rotating this with our top 10 list and our ballpark of the week um So that we don't burn through our ballparks. Who's keeping track of whose turn it is to do a ballpark anymore? Whatever. We'll figure it out. The internet's keeping track. They'll remind us. Yeah. Oh, thank you, internet. You're the best. Thank you for everything you do. Like breaking Tom's computer.
0: Well, that wasn't the internet that was, uh, I tend to leave it on too
1: much. Oh, I thought maybe you went on one of those weird Portuguese sites. No, no, I I stay on the normal American sites. Okay, that's good that's good yeah wow this has actually been kind of a quick show yeah i'm, um, I'm a little surprised we try well we tried to keep it quick uh knowing that david's suffering over here yeah it, it, i'd be um, way more active in this show if i wasn't coughing my brains out right but, <laughs> uh well, i think we fit in a lot i think we did a good it job was a Good show and uh like thank everybody out there for listening and we will talk to you guys next week